This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. Forget dark alleys and cemeteries. For some, the gym is the scariest place of all. But it doesn't have to be. With a personalized plan and expert coaching, Anytime Fitness can help make the gym less frightening. Get more for your gym membership than machines. Get personalized support anytime, anywhere. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. See website for details. Today is Thursday, October 15th, 2020. On this day in 1991, Clarence Thomas was narrowly confirmed to the Supreme Court, despite allegations of sexual harassment by Thomas's former aide, Anita Hill. Welcome to Today in True Crime, a Spotify original from Parcast. Due to the graphic nature of today's crimes, listener discretion is advised. Extreme caution is advised for listeners under 13. Today we're covering Clarence Thomas's confirmation to the U.S. Supreme Court in the face of sexual harassment allegations. Now let's go back to October 15, 1991, to the Senate floor in Washington, D.C. It was a tense day for the nation. For three days, America had listened to law professor Anita Hill testify about the lewd comments Clarence Thomas had made to her while he was her boss, ironically, at the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission, or EEOC. And Hill's testimony suggested that there was not much by way of equal opportunity if you were a young black woman working under Thomas. While she was reluctant to characterize her treatment under Thomas as illegal sexual harassment in the workplace, she made it clear that his character was not at the standard necessary to serve the highest court in the land. Many Americans weren't convinced by Hill's testimony, however. Most believed that Clarence Thomas should be confirmed, according to a poll run by CBS and The New York Times. These skeptics had various reasons for dismissing Hill. Some thought she was lying or exaggerating, or simply deluded. Some thought her allegations were part of a racist witch hunt, despite the fact that Hill, like Thomas, was black. Thomas himself accused the all-white Senate Judiciary Committee of conducting a high-tech lynching. Still other Thomas supporters believed that even if Hill was telling the truth, it shouldn't matter. Thomas should be considered for the job of Supreme Court judge based on his work, not his personal life. Of course, as his aide, Anita Hill's treatment was part of his work. Now the Senate was settling in for one last debate over these questions. As the senators argued on the floor, President George H.W. Bush scrambled in the White House, doing his best to bring executive pressure to bear on Congress. He wanted his nominee confirmed. The American people, meanwhile, inundated Capitol Hill with all the pressure they could bring to bear. Phones were ringing off the hook. Telegrams were coming in in droves. Everyone wanted their say. But in the end, it was up to the Senate. Their votes would determine whether or not Clarence Thomas was worthy of a spot on the highest judicial bench in the land. 
the tension of the day reached a boiling point as the results were called in 52 to 48 in favor of Thomas. If three more senators had abandoned Thomas, he would have lost his opportunity to sit on the Supreme Court bench forever. But he had just enough Democrats on his side to scramble across the finish line. 11. Many of those senators were dependent on the support of black constituents and likely feared that a vote against Thomas would be read as an anti-black vote. Still, it was far from a sweeping victory for Thomas. It's no surprise that the judge wanted to put the whole ordeal behind him. As he put it, this is a time for healing, not a time for anger or animus or animosity. We have to put these things behind us and go forward. That worked out pretty well for him. To this day, almost two decades later, he still sits on the Supreme Court. And at 72, he may have years left before retirement. The oldest ever judge to leave the court was Oliver Wendell Holmes Jr., who served until he was 90 years old. Many women were less eager to forget what happened in October 1991, however. Marsha Greenberger, founder of the National Women's Law Center, explained it this way. Anita Hill sparked conversations among women that they had never had before about experiences that they realized were shared by so many others. This was the first time that they saw they weren't alone, both by her telling her own story and then by their discussing their stories with their friends and family. Many of these women saw potential in this new solidarity and were determined to transform it into change. Coming up, the legacy of Anita Hill's testimony against Clarence Thomas. Listeners, who doesn't love a good ghost story? Rattling chains, mysteriously moving objects, unfinished business. I am ready for all things spooky, and so is ParCast Network. Starting October 1st, we're bringing you the scariest, most hair-raising ghost stories ever imagined. Every Thursday on the new original series, Haunted Places Ghost Stories, Alastair Murden summons a new spine-tingling tale of wraiths, phantoms, and chilling apparitions. These stories come from all over the world, including Japan, India, the UK, and even ancient Rome. Don't miss stone-cold classics like The Kit Bag by Algernon Blackwood, a sinister account of a condemned murderer's final wish, and the lengths he'd go to fulfill it and The Miserere, a Spanish tale of a wandering musician who hears a terrifyingly beautiful song in a burned-out monastery and is doomed to capture its notes until he dies. You can find and follow Haunted Places Ghost Stories free on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget, October is our favorite month and one of our busiest. So make sure to search ParCast Network in the Spotify search bar to see all our new shows. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. Forget dark alleys and cemeteries. For some, the gym is the scariest place of all. But it doesn't have to be. 
With a personalized plan and expert coaching, Anytime Fitness can help make the gym less frightening. Get more for your gym membership than machines. Get personalized support anytime, anywhere. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. See website for details. Now, back to the story. On October 15, 1991, the U.S. Senate confirmed Clarence Thomas to the Supreme Court of the United States, despite credible reports of harassment by law professor Anita Hill. In the process, they woke many American women up to the danger of a predominantly male government. 1992, the year following Anita Hill's testimony, was dubbed the Year of the Woman, thanks to a record number of women elected into public office. That included 24 women elected into the House of Representatives, more than doubling the total number of women in the House at the time. Four women were also elected to the Senate, for a grand total of six. Still paltry numbers, but at least things were moving in the right direction. Meanwhile, claims of sexual harassment filed with Hill and Thomas's former workplace, the EEOC, increased. Congress passed the Civil Rights Act of 1991, giving more legal recourse to victims of sexual harassment in the workplace. And state laws and even corporate policy started to shift, tending towards increased protection against harassment. Today, many people see the viral Me Too movement as a descendant of the work that started when Anita Hill spoke up on Capitol Hill. And Hill herself remains a vocal, respected voice against harassment and discrimination of all kinds. But unfortunately, change has been far from linear. When Brett Kavanaugh was nominated to the Supreme Court by the Trump administration in 2018, a disturbingly familiar drama played out in front of Congress and across TV screens around America. Kavanaugh was accused of sexual misconduct by psychology professor Christine Blasey Ford. The alleged assault took place when Kavanaugh and Blasey Ford were both teenagers. Blasey Ford did not seek legal action against Kavanaugh, but when he was under consideration for a job on the highest court in the land, she sought to inform America about his character. Once again, the allegations swept the country into a fervor of dissenting opinions, ranging from disbelief at Blasey Ford to disgust at Kavanaugh. And once again, despite the controversy, the judge made it to the Supreme Court bench. Of course, progress isn't always linear, and the fact that such similar scenes played out in 1991 and 2018 does not mean nothing has changed, but it serves as a reminder that the work of ensuring victims are heard and respected is far from done. As Anita Hill put it in an op-ed on the Kavanaugh confirmation, quote, Today, the public expects better from our government than we got in 1991, when our representatives performed in ways that gave employers permission to mishandle workplace harassment complaints. Now, we need to make sure the government meets those expectations.
Thanks for listening to Today in True Crime. I'm Vanessa Richardson. For more stories about Washington dramas that rocked the nation, check out ParCast Original Political Scandals. Today in True Crime is a ParCast Original. You can find more episodes of Today in True Crime and all other ParCast Originals for free on Spotify. Not only does Spotify already have all of your favorite music, but now Spotify is making it easy for you to enjoy all of your favorite ParCast Originals, like Today in True Crime, for free from your phone, desktop, or smart speaker. To stream Today in True Crime on Spotify, just open the app and type Today in True Crime in the search bar. We'll be back with a brand new episode tomorrow in True Crime. Today in True Crime was created by Max Cutler and is a ParCast Studios original. It is executive produced by Max Cutler, sound designed by Juan Borda, with production assistance by Ron Shapiro, Carly Madden, and Freddie Beckley. This episode of Today in True Crime was written by Nora Battelle, with writing assistance by Abigail Cannon. I'm Vanessa Richardson. Remember to join Alastair Murden every Thursday for the all-new series, Haunted Places, Ghost Stories. Don't miss the most chilling spirits ever imagined by authors from around the world. Follow Haunted Places, Ghost Stories free on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.